0: Darkness got a beating
1: heart. I can't tell where the journey went, but I know where to start.
0: Time for your Saturday morning coffee with Reese Boyd. So wake me up. Void is on right now. Talk 94.5.
2: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It's 7.08 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, July 2nd, 2022. Happy 4th of July weekend, special Independence Day weekend edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. Glad that you could be with us here on this fine Saturday morning along the Grand Strand here in the lovely... Palmetto State of South Carolina. Good morning to all. I am, of course, Reese Boyd, local attorney here in the Grand Strand area with the firm of Davis and Boyd Attorneys at Law. I'm your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. Welcome to the big show. At Saturday Morning Coffee, we invite you to sit down, pour yourself a cup of your favorite coffee. Join us as we talk about the news, current events, everything happening in this crazy, crazy world that we live in. Here at Saturday Morning Coffee, we are all about a few things. Limited government, lower taxes, in short, all the things that mean more freedom. More freedom for you, more freedom for me, more freedom for all of us who are we, the people. We've got a country to save, folks, and it starts right here, right here in the studio, right there in your car, right there in your kitchen, wherever you are listening to the sound of my voice. It's, uh, it's a heavy task, a heavy burden, but it has fallen upon us. What did they give us on July 4th? In Benjamin Franklin's famous words, they gave us a republic. If you can keep it, in Benjamin Franklin's words. And I question, folks, are we really working hard every day to keep it? That's why we're here today, because truth, knowledge is power. And hopefully that uh, with a little more knowledge, you'll be a little more informed, be able to do a better job of helping us keep this republic that we have been given it's in decline folks there's no doubt we are uh, we're in difficult times we'll talk more about that today it's a somber july 4th weekend and uh, but we're glad to be here and glad to be with you always uh, A pleasure to be with you on Saturday mornings, joined here in the studio, of course, as always, by producer extraordinaire Dr. Glenn Dye. Dr. Dye, how are you doing this morning? I am fantastic. Reese, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I got my my good One Nation coffee going. I got got my One Nation coffee going. You do? What You you still drinking the Mother of All Blends? The Mother of All Blends. Yes, sir. Very good. I'm drinking a little of the uh, Reveille blend. Reveille? Yeah, revelry. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Get you going. Yeah. 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 Pea berry blend. Pea berry. Yeah, I think That's it's got good. a little pea berry in it. Okay. What is it? What exactly what is, is a pea berry? Yeah, what exactly, what exactly <laughs> is? I can tell you, it's good. We'll ask. Okay. Well, fancy the thought. Yeah. Um, John Richards from One Nation Coffee is going to be joining us shortly here on the program to talk about One Nation Coffee and the One Nation Foundation. So that'll be a community brewers segment, a literal community brewers segment, coming up here on the program. Also, um, we got uh, another special guest coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Dave Wilson with the Palmetto Family Council is going to be joining us to talk about well, the, all the things going on with the Roe decision and other decisions coming out of the Supreme Court in the last couple of weeks. What a what an incredible period of jurisprudence yeah. from the Supreme Court. Yeah, we got a lot to talk about there uh, today. Plenty going on. I mean, it's it's interesting um, time. It's an extremely interesting time in our history. Glenn, I'm reminded of that quote by Charles Dickens. It was the best of times; it was the worst of times. On the one hand, we've got an administration that just seems hell bent on destroying this country, right. and they're working hard at it every day. It's like they get up every morning, they hit the East Wing at seven thirty, full sp- full sprint, and the mission. You know, you know, you run out on the field when you play football. There's a mission statement over the door. Right. It seems like. Tear it down, uh, yeah. Tear it down. <laughs> yeah. You know, do what do what you can do today to destroy the nation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems to be their marching orders, their mission statement, and they're doing a darn good job at. it. Yeah,
3: and and Biden's excited because gas could go down by like eighteen cents. Oh yeah, to get rid of that tax. You yeah, know? yeah. It's a three day break. It's going to save everybody a ton of money, right? It's on
2: gonna... the it's a a, a brief respite <laughs> on the long march to fifteen dollars a gallon, which is right. what they really want. Right. So right. that we all have no choice but to either start walking, start taking mass transit, start taking the monorail that they're going to build with money they lend borrow from China. Or we buy an electric car so we can move the combustion uh, fuel from the vehicle to uh, an electric plant right. somewhere over the hills. It's it's bizarre, Glenn. It's bizarre. It's really bizarre. So on the one hand, you've got the administration. And on the other hand, you've got the Supreme Court, which is literally saving the nation, for the most part, one opinion at a time. It's, it's unbelievable. And I'm, I'm just... I'm, on the one hand, I'm, I'm shocked by what this administration is doing. On the other hand, I'm so thankful that we have these justices in the Supreme Court that are finally standing up for the rule of law. Right. I mean, it has taken a long time. It has been a long game strategy, but appointing conservative, strict constructionists to the Supreme Court is finally beginning the process. And we've made great headway the last couple of weeks, just in the, this term, unbelievable progress toward restoring freedom personal liberty and freedom in this country because that's what the constitution was supposed to endure yeah and and, and to and to protect over the long haul but somewhere along the way the constitution became this living breathing document that meant whatever five guys in robes said it meant and when that happens the constitution doesn't mean anything right so Hmm. so much going on so much to talk about and uh it is of course the fourth of july weekend by the way, Glenn, hmm. here's the thought. Okay, we must be getting good at this. <laughs> Why is that? Well, actually, strike that. <laughs> I know you're good at this. I must be getting better at this. Uh, As I was prepping the show last night, I realized that we blew right through the third anniversary of Saturday Morning Coffee.
3: Uh, actually, yeah, because I just yeah I've been here three years now. Yeah, so this is the thirty sixth invoice.
2: Yeah, so yeah, I'm like, we just passed our third anniversary, and no, yeah. and, and and I'm not offended, but nobody even said anything. It's like we're well, you, you know. know, last year I didn't get a
3: cake for number two. Nobody I mentioned it. but you know, Liz's hey. birthday, the, the a, Nick and Liz, yeah. you know, morning, the Liz and Nick morning show, we're the they have a big party and yeah. everything. I, it's all about everybody else, dude. I've yeah. learned that you've it learned that. Not about me. I it, I am just like backroom Glenn. I'm I'm the guy at the receiving the trucks in the back room. <laughs> Unloading the bananas and crap. That's what I'm doing. The
2: the point being, whether we are appreciated or not, we have been at this for a while, and it has been my honor and privilege uh, to do this with you for three years now. Yeah, me too, man. So I've appreciated you. I want to thank you here on the show today. We've been at this for 36 months. You know, we started this thing as a lark. You know, it really well. You did. I didn't. Well, you didn't. It was a lark for me. I mean, when I say when I say we, in that sense. It was the people that I was talking to about starting a Saturday morning program right. that would be live right. and all the things that we know Saturday morning coffee has come to be. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, I've,
3: I actually thought by now, third year, I would have been an employee instead of a contractor by now. Um, it just hadn't happened. And, well, you need
2: a good attorney to represent well, you in the, in the labor Quite honestly,
3: it just makes you, you're still a free agent. Yeah, you're you know, a free until, agent. Until they sign yeah. you, man, you're still a free agent. You're a free man. agent. And, and it's a darn shame. I care a lot about all the shows that we do. You know, we have a great variety on Saturdays. Um, you know, <laughs> the the doctor show, the home improvement show, tech talk. I mean, we've got some really good shows. We've got uh, really, there is this really. This week with Tim McGinnis. Yeah,
2: there is really good programming mm-hmm. uh, in spite of, the, the, the mediocre nature of this show. There is really good nah. programming on this
3: station. Yeah, but you're the flagship of Saturday. I know, I know. Yeah.
2: It's fun to, it's fun You've to be. you got two hours. Nobody else has got two hours. we got Nobody the whole else position. Got got the whole position. Yeah. You know, one of the guys, uh, from well, Bob called me. He said, would you like to go to three hours with Saturday morning coffee? And I looked at him, and I'm like, are you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll do whatever you want to do, man. But
2: I want to start, uh, Glenn. It is, of course, July 4th weekend. And uh, I wanted to start with reading something that we should all know by heart it is, of course, uh, the document that started us, started us all down this path. It is the Declaration of Independence signed in Congress July 4, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. Think about it, Glenn, until this document, nobody had ever used that term. Hmm. We take that for granted. Yeah. But the United States of America did not exist when the 56 individuals who signed this document Basically, you're going to tell me why you're breaking up. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Life, Mm -hmm. liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers, it's an important word, just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of those ends, it is the right of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. And of course, it goes on, but that's the uh, that's the uh, sort of the opening segment of why we are celebrating this weekend and there is a lot to celebrate folks. It is Independence Day weekend and this is a special July 4th edition of Saturday morning coffee. Thanks for joining us. We are uh, happy to be with you. Stick around after these words from our sponsors. We'll be back with more Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. Do have a
4: right my soul.
2: <laughs> Local
0: news and more. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese means more coffee. Coming up next on Talk 94.5. Mm.
2: Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. And we're talking today with Greg Sisson with the Greg Sisson Real Estate Team, your local experts here along the Grand Strand. And Greg, folks are asking a lot about these interest rates. Everybody knows that interest rates are climbing. What is that doing to the local real estate market here along the Grand Strand? That's a great question, Reese, because rates going from 3 to 5 is a big jump. And what's interesting is, for a buyer, instead of five buyers for every house, now maybe there's three. So there's less competition for you as a buyer. And as a seller, we still have a one-month supply of inventory. By definition, red-hot market, just not the frenzy it was. But call me to talk about your situation. Reach Greg and the Greg Sisson team, EXP Realty, at 843-251-2693. Or reach them online at gregsisson.com. It's Greg Sisson and the Greg Sisson team, your choice for real estate experts here along the Grand Strand. The
0: Reese Boyd Radio Hour, two full hours on Talk 94.5.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, born in the USA. Yes, I was. Yes, we were. Patriotic to the end. It's a special 4th of July edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. Thanks for joining us here on the big show. We have quite a few of you already checking in on the Mobile Outfitters text line. I was about to say PCRX, but it's the Mobile Outfitters text line. Of course, if you don't know the numbers, you can call the show. Give us uh, your thoughts, comments. The call-in line is 843-903-2945. You can text us, as I said, your comments to the Mobile Outfitters text line. That number is 843-798-TALK. That's 843 798 You can tweet your comments to me, your humble host, at Reese Boyd is the Twitter handle, uh, you can also email your comments to the show. Reese Boyd, SMC at gmail.com is the email address for the show, and there are quite a few really good stuff, uh, good good comments in the mailbag, folks. I am not yeah. gonna not gonna be able to get to them today, but y'all have enter, uh, entertained me with some of your emails, and you've sent some really interesting comments that we will get to at some point on the show. I also, get some some good old fashioned postal mail. Somebody. Uh, email uh, or mail me some audio clips uh, on a on a cd so i'm trying to get through all that and anyway very interesting stuff you can also check in at the offices of davis and boyd if you ever want to call during normal business hours monday through friday that's the day job for your humble host davis and boyd llc attorneys at law that number at the office is of course 843-839-9800 always love to hear from Listeners, uh, whether you want to talk about show topics, uh, show concerns, show complaints, we've gotten a couple of those over the to- over the years, but uh, not many. But if you want to talk about the show or if there are legal uh, things, issues, needs that we can help you with, feel free to give us a call at Davis and Boyd. Again, that number is 843-839-9800. As we have said, by the way, you can also find, I want to say this real quick, you can also find Saturday Morning Coffee. If you do happen to miss an episode, you can find Saturday Morning Coffee in the uh, just about any podcast app. We're on Spotify. We're on Google uh, Podcast. We're on Apple uh, Apple Podcast and Apple CarPlay. Just search for Saturday morning coffee and look for the familiar red and blue coffee cup logo and uh, click play now or even better click subscribe podcast is doing well I got to apologize we're way behind on the podcast Glenn my podcasters also known as my children, yeah. have uh, been away at summer camp. So we're several episodes behind on the podcast, but we will uh, get those caught up this week. I've been assured that will happen.
3: Well, and the, the Talk 945 website, it's behind oh, yeah. on That's the podcast right. as well. Yeah. And I have been told that that will be happening here soon. I've,
2: um, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of work goes into running a radio station. It does. Yeah. It does. But A lot of work. A lot of hard you know work.
3: What? A lot of work goes into running a grocery store, too. <laughs>
2: just say you know that's why they call it work Glenn. Yeah. that's why they call it work it's uh, if it was if it was anything less uh, they'd call it play but uh, in any event folks uh, you can also find the podcast for Saturday morning coffee and all our other great programming here on the talk945.com website scroll down look for the podcast uh, uh, listing and you'll see that easily a lot of you as i said checking in on the uh, mobileoutfitters.com uh, our Mobile Outfitters uh, text line this morning, RB the Courier, listening on the TuneIn app uh, on the way to Charleston. Good morning, RB. I hope you are cour- couriering. How do you spell? How do you say that? Couriering. Something uh, uh that's paying you well, or if you're enjoying your day off, hopefully uh, it'll be a good day in Charleston. James from Myrtle Beach checking in.
3: <laughs> he He's fired up this morning, James, yeah, is James he? is on a roll this yeah. morning. Uh, but, I mean, but this is... This is where we are. People are pissed off. Oh, absolutely. I mean, this is where we are, man. This should not be happening. They have a we. We live in the United States of America. It should not be being torn apart from the inside.
2: It is uh, literally being torn apart from the inside, Glenn. And it's, if you look back, you stand uh, back from you know twenty thousand feet and try to get yourself into a bird's eye view position to see kind of the big picture you really do see sort of the undoing of this country in a very intentional way since the mm-hmm. Democrats have taken power. And 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 frankly, you know, the, the Wall Street Journal came out, um, this is the worst opening uh, for the stock market since the first half of the year, worst in the stock market since 1970. Wow. 1970, Glenn! Yeah. <laughs> Most of us weren't even alive! And so, you know, it's it's crazy how they're they're literally and every time we go to the gas pumps we joked about it for a while they said it was going to be transitory right mm-hmm. and then they were like oh it's just your imagination and then no it's real but it's actually luxury goods yeah. then it was the fault of greedy corporations then it was the fault of russia by oh. the way as recently as thursday we've yeah. we've got a clip you know yeah. the president is is blaming everything on russia still and i'm thinking to myself as i listen uh, to these comments i'm thinking to myself does he really think we're that
3: stupid the, the, and the facts everybody is pointing out to him hey dude this started happening long before russia invaded ukraine yeah
2: i mean it's it's like it's uh, here's here's the president on thursday going listen we have the
3: strongest economy in the world the reason why gas prices are up is because of russia Russia, Russia, Russia. The reason why the food
0: crisis exists you get that? is yeah. because of Russia.
3: Wasn't that line "Russia, Russia, 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 Russia"? That, that that was back in the Trump administration, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Russia,
2: Russia, Russia. <laughs> yeah. Now it's it's like Toro, Toro, Toro. Maybe that's what it is. I mean, it's it's unbelievable to me that he can stand up with a straight face yeah. and make these arguments. Yep. This is, I mean, this is really incredible, and yet. The media and and I think a a big part of why we are where we are today is the media is not fulfilling its constitutional obligations. It's not questioning anything that this administration says. I mean, thank goodness there are folks out there like the Epoch Times, Newsmax, uh, to a certain extent, Fox News, that there are certain people out there who are willing to speak truth because by and large, the mainstream media is fully in the tank. You know, it's it's crazy. Biden, Biden. This is uh, speaking of the Epoch Times. This is from the Epoch Times uh, just uh, on Friday. Biden drivers must pay more for gas as long as it takes uh, to end the Russia war. Uh, President Biden on Thursday said that American motorists should expect to pay elevated prices for gasoline until the Russia-Ukraine war is over. In a press conference following the NATO, NATO summit in Madrid, Biden was questioned about how long people should pay higher gas prices. How long is it fair to expect American citizens and drivers around the world to pay a premium for this war? A New York Times reporter asked Biden. As long as it takes, Biden said in response, so that Russia cannot, in fact, defeat Ukraine and move beyond Ukraine. I mean, it's it's a great big construct, Lynn. They want us to believe the the more that this war for lack of and by the way remember when this war started um biden's own national security council his own advisors at the pentagon indicated to him that this would be a two-week affair Mm -hmm. and it would be over Mm -hmm. (laughs) two weeks to flatten the curve and that we wouldn't be going to war no um and and we've spent what 56 billion Mm -hmm. so far on a war that we're not theoretically even involved in yeah and question
3: all those arms and missiles and everything else we sent over to ukraine how's the replenishing for the united states of america's protection how's that going have we replaced everything that we've sent over to ukraine i mean we're kind of stripping ourselves in order to fight russia we are in a war with russia whether anybody wants to admit it or not
2: we are in a proxy war with russia glenn and it so reminds me of that old expression bread and circus right Mm -hmm. the the more that i watch what's happening in ukraine the more it starts to feel like theater
4: Mm -hmm.
2: you know and i know people are really suffering over there i know i know people are really hurting there there are many uh, ukrainians who are dying but there are many americans Glenn, who are dying every day because of the fentanyl pouring across Mm -hmm. the southern border which is not really a border it's it's a place and this president doesn't seem to care. This administration doesn't seem to care. This DOJ, this INS, this Border Patrol, the CB uh, Customs Border Patrol, they don't seem to care right. or they're not allowed to care. I think there are the line agents up and down the line do care, but they're not allowed to act. And there's
3: a new one that's 100 times stronger than fentanyl. It's called iso or something to that effect yeah. i've just heard about it yeah a hundred times more powerful from fentanyl and you know it only takes a small tiny little amount uh to kill you oh, and yeah. what they just made a drug bust uh a truck carrying i forget 100 pounds or something of fentanyl powder which could kill 25 million americans
2: yeah there's there's already it's already documented that there's been more than enough fentanyl that's yep. leaked into the country yep. to kill us all. Every one of us. All, multiple times. Multiple times. Yep. So my, my, my point being is he has subjected us to a clear and present danger and he doesn't care. And you have people like Mitch McConnell, forever to his discredit, that says the most important thing happening in this in the world right now is Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it's not. There's a war going on in Texas. Yep. They, they, they seem to be more concerned. They are more concerned. Yeah. If you look at what they're talking about, what they're doing things about, they're more concerned about the war in Ukraine than they're yep. concerned about the war in Texas. And what's the count up to? 52,
3: 53 that died in that uh, tractor trailer? Yeah, 56, Immigrant. I think. Yep. 56 now?
2: It's un- it's it's unbelievable. How many people have to die, Glenn? And, and those are on the
3: administration that opened that border and invited people to come. They have that surrendered.
2: 100%. They have surrendered the southern border. To coyotes and the cartels. And yes, those deaths are on his hands.
3: The problem is we're not go- taking care of the root problem.
2: Yeah. We're just... I thought I thought Kamala had that. Yeah,
3: she ain't got nothing. No.
2: Folks, it's uh, Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Stick with us in just a few moments. We're going to be talking to John Richards with One Nation Coffee about the fine brews that john has been uh, providing the show and what uh, one nation coffee is all about and some of the things they're up to in a community brewers segment and i know right what up.
3: a pea berry is now yeah you know what a peaberry i is? do all you're, right. you're, we'll you're drinking more after- caffeine
0: than i am
2: we'll, t- we'll talk about that after the break i'm reese boyd that's glenn die stick with us
0: Morning Coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese coming up next on Talk 94.5.
2: Hi everybody, it's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, and we're here today talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services. Scott, you hear a lot in the news today about ESG. What yes. exactly is ESG and why is it important for investors? Well, it stands for environmental, social, And governance
5: and you would think those were good things but the way companies are using it today would probably stand against most of our clients and any moderate to conservative out there you'd be shocked what they're spending the dollars on
2: most companies seek to maximize value for shareholders, correct?
5: Correct. And you need to make sure the companies you own do just that, because that is becoming a thing of the past.
2: Folks, that's great financial advice from Scott Pyle and Pyle Financial Services. If you'd like an X-ray of your portfolio, be in touch. It's Pyle Financial Services. Reach them anytime at 843-945-4480 or find them online at pilefinancialservices.com. It's Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth, with purpose.
0: Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours, full hours on Talk 94.5.
1: These days you can't get a man to work. People get married and they still flirt. Don't pledge allegiance to our flag like we used to do. Give their lives. My politicians take away I ride, saying they know best. What's good for you? These days, dads are always gone. Mama's still here, but she's on her phone. Grandma's raising the kids, and the devil is too.
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese radio hour. Welcome back to the show. It is, uh, what is it, 7.38 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for sticking with us here on the program. A lot of you already, as I mentioned, uh, James from Myrtle Beach, RB the Courier. A lot of you also checking in on the pcrxcomputers.com text line. Larry Biddle checking in. Andy Thompson checking in. Good morning, Andy. The climbers checking in. Tony PBR, the bass player, checking in. Good morning, Tony. Cadillac, Gary, checking in. Good morning, Cadillac, Gary. And uh, also Johnny Gardner, yeah. our, our chairman, recently re-elected chairman of ORE County Council, Johnny Gardner, checking in on the pcrxcomputers.com text line. Thank you, Johnny, for checking in. And, uh, yeah, we need to get you on the show. Johnny, you haven't been on the show in quite a while. And uh, speaking of being on the show, right now we have the privilege of being joined here on Saturday morning coffee by john richards john is with one nation coffee you guys have heard me talk about one nation coffee here on the program for the last couple of weeks and me too and glenn we've actually (laughs) actually uh, given away some one nation coffee and uh you know we like to have on organizations we we call them community brewer segments uh, folks brewing up better community here along the grand strand and across south carolina and this actually is a, a literal community brewers segment yeah. Um, and
3: you did not, you didn't name Saturday morning coffee Saturday morning coffee
2: for f- nothing to not have coffee. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we've, as a matter of fact, we're enjoying some of this fine yes. One Nation coffee here in the studio this morning. We've given some of it away, but this is a literal uh, community brewer segment because these folks, One Nation Coffee, are literally brewing up better community because of the following. For every uh, package of coffee that you buy from One Nation Coffee, and you can find them at OneNationCoffee.com, but for every package of coffee that you buy from them, a portion of that purchase goes to One Nation Foundation, which is a 501c3, which operates in parallel with One Nation Coffee. And uh, they proudly serve veterans, active duty military and first responders uh, through that 501c3 charitable organization. So been enjoying some fine coffee, but we always love not just great coffee, but great coffee that is helping folks and making better communities here along the Grand Strand and in South Carolina. So uh, welcome, John. Thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. And and thanks for the great coffee you've provided for us this morning.
6: Morning, Reese and, and Glenn. Thank you so much for having me on the show. You guys can promote it my company better than i can
3: that that's very <laughs> impressive <laughs> <laughs> well, we do love what we do love what you what you we we smell yeah. what you're cooking over we there, always
2: buddy. we always drink what we promote yeah john that's the that's <laughs> rule number one at saturday morning coffee we don't talk about coffees that people don't send us to drink on the show so you you, uh, you well
3: and you, we have to like it oh yeah you know, we we like or it. love it actually we yeah have to we love it yeah. and
2: uh, as a matter of fact uh, john we were talking this morning i'm actually drinking some of your reveille blend and i'm oh like, nice I'm like, whoo, I can, you know, it gets it's me. It's the it, pea berry. It's, and we're like, so I wasn't sure what a pea berry was. So Glenn's about to, Glenn, yeah. you want to enlighten us? Or maybe, John, you can enlighten us. Yeah, I actually, John
3: probably knows a lot more than Wikipedia does.
2: Yeah. So what is a pea berry, John?
6: Well, uh, Tanzanian pea berry is the type of, uh, obviously, coffee bean. And really, it, it gets the name pea berry because of the shape. People like the shape of the bean. It's, it's not your normal coffee bean shape. It's, yeah. Selected for that for, it looks like a pea berry. It looks like a little berry. Yeah. Like when you pick it. So, and really that's the distinguishing diff, difference between like a Tanzanian, um, the normal bean. You know, you have like a double A, you know, a uh, bean and the taste would taste the same, everything like that. But people seek after it for the shape. It's selected out and everything like that. But like you said, the light roast, naturally speaking has a higher concentration than most other roasts because the darker a lot of people don't know the darker you roast coffee the more more caffeine you lose
2: yeah you cook but, uh, you cook the caffeine out of it correct
6: yep roast yeah roasted out of there yeah and so and that's where uh, we spoke before uh, why our medium darks and our darks, we do a blend and we use our high quality Columbia Arabica and we blend in the Robusta bean, which is a Vietnamese bean that naturally has a higher concentration of caffeine. Yeah. You know, and so that's where you will still at least in our roast, you'll still get quite a bit of caffeine in the in the medium darks and the darks as well. Yeah. So but
2: uh, well I, that I have
6: Tanzanian,
5: Go ahead. It's good.
2: Yeah. No, I I was gonna tell you I have tried you sent us quite a few samples. Um I've tried the JB's bookshot blend and I've now I'm now trying my uh, the the uh, Reveille blend, the, the, the Tanzanian Peaberry, and and both were simply outstanding.
3: So, well, the Peaberry bean receives all the nutrients of the coffee cherry rather than sharing it with another seed. Peaberrys can have more caffeine and taste sweeter than other beans as well. So you're drinking a very good cup of coffee. It is a you.
2: very good cup and of coffee. And I co- have the
3: mother of all blends.
2: So... Um, so, John, tell us a little bit about One Nation Coffee. I want to talk about the foundation because y'all are doing great work. It's not just about the coffee, but tell me a little bit about your story or tell folks about your story. You and I have talked a few times, but tell folks about your background and maybe how you got in the coffee business.
6: Yep. Yep. Um, well, I'm, uh, like I said, I just real briefly, you know, One Nation Coffee, we, we, were, we were, it was founded by myself and some other friends you know, which has military background, law enforcement background. And we just, we had an idea um, to start a coffee company for guys like us, guys that love America, that have served, you know, and, you know, and, and right from the beginning, not only did we want to strive to make a good cup of coffee, uh, but we wanted to have a purpose behind it. You know, for speaking for me, I've spent 20 years in Navy Special Ops. Special Operations within uh, EOD, Explosive ordnance Disposal, which is pretty much the bomb squad of the Navy. And we work with all Special Forces. And I've had the pleasure of working with phenomenal guys and groups and been all around the world and deployed in multiple different combat um, uh, theaters. You know, And so for me, by the grace of God, I'm still alive today. I've yeah. lost teammates, brothers that didn't come home um, that paid the ultimate sacrifice. And I've had brothers that did come home that were, you know, physically and um, mentally scarred from what they've seen. And I've, and I've experienced the effect of guys losing the fight to PTS, you know, and taking their own lives. Yeah. So so it's really, you know, and that's the, the core of us. You know, my friends and the guys, everyone that I work with, we take it really serious of not only do we want to make, you know, have an impact with your day-to-day with a cup of coffee, but we want to be able to give back to have that positive impact on what we call the community, the, you know, the veteran community, the first responder community, the local community, wherever we can, how can we give back and make that, make that impact to help serve those have served and and wherever, wherever we can, whatever organization that we can come alongside that's you know, doing great things that we want to seek out and, and help support just wherever we can make a difference. You know, we are a small, smaller company and our five, one C three started last year. So we're growing and and expanding, but we do have that, uh, that passion. As I said before, you know, I, you know, I know by the grace of God that I'm, I'm alive here today. And I, I want to not forget that. And, 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 um, always have a purpose behind
2: whatever i do amen and So, yeah i think that's uh that's the key for all of us to to find that purpose to find what we have a passion about and and then deploy ourselves with with uh, with everything you've got if it's worth doing give it 110 and 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 try to make a difference and as uh, steve jobs used to say let's try to make a dent in the universe leave it leave it better yep. uh, than we found it so that's yep. awesome. Now you guys are. I noticed in the bag it's got the South Carolina certified uh, product label on it. Where, where are you guys actually roasting the beans? We
6: we're out in the excuse me. We're in the Charleston area in uh, Somerville to be exact, and that's where our roasting facility is, roasting and fulfillment facility. And uh, let me clarify it's it's not a coffee shop. We get people all the time that come in and want to get a latte or something, and we we are not there yet, but we have something in the works and something is coming. So I'll keep you guys updated as that gets fleshed out. But currently right now, we are a roasting facility for our online retail and wholesale um, products. And people can always come by the shop in Somerville. And if we're not too busy, we we give them a tour. We show them the process. We have two uh, 12-kilo Dietrich roasters, small batch roasters, and we we'll, we'll show them we'll show them we do everything in-house we from our um, you know bags of coffee to k cups we fulfill them all there in the shop and really? um, we send them out from our field trip. our
2: um, yeah, yeah we, our do, facility. we we might have to organize a, a field trip down to Somerville John as or, a matter or, or broadcasting live yeah yeah we we'll do a live broadcast yeah. from uh, from One Nation Coffee so John if folks want to find One Nation Coffee or learn more about you guys online how can they do that
6: uh, they can uh, go to onenationcoffee dot com and uh, they can check it out. Check us out there. You can. They'll have tabs for the how we give back for the foundation and and uh, yeah, that's that's the easiest way to come and check us out and see what we're about.
2: And of course, they can buy. They can select from your product yep. line and buy your fine coffees online through the website. Correct.
6: Yeah, absolutely. And then I'm glad you said that. Uh, I did a promo code for your listeners. It can, I um, in Saturday morning coffee for a promo code for a ten percent off.
4: All right. so that way, yeah. they can get
6: hooked up, you know. And so, and if they join us on social media, we have some other, uh, we have some other promos going on for you know, um, the Fourth of July weekend and and whatnot. And so, so yeah, I would I would say, and you guys can use this for your other ones. So Saturday morning coffee.
2: Amen. You know, and, Very uh, good. Well thank you we'll give you we'll give you a ding for that. Mm-hmm. John thank you for the uh, promo code and uh, encourage folks to check out one com and of course the foundation has its own website uh, I believe which is 1nation-foundation.org. And so that's a yep. that's a holy and it's a separate organization correct it's a it's a 501c3 yep. so so it's completely separate yep. from the company I believe.
6: Yeah and you can buy it right there yep. on Facebook. So, yep. Yeah. Cool. And then uh yeah, you're right. You're correct. We're a, we're a for-profit, and then the foundation is a nonprofit. So, yeah, as you said in the beginning, part of our proceeds goes to help fund that, and uh, and uh, yeah, we actually in the in October, our foundation is doing a uh, fundraising golf tournament here in Somerville to raise money for the foundation and Stand Up and Play, which is a pair mobile, um Mobile um, chair that helps veterans and first responders that have been uh, wounded to play golf you know it helps them yeah. you know be able to it's a phenomenal thing you know and so we're really proud to be partnered up with uh with those guys and what the difference they're
2: doing with with veterans and first responder community as well oh wow and you said that's coming up in october yep october 13th. awesome awesome october yeah, 13th cool yep very good. Well, John, any other thoughts? Listen, by the way, it's it's July 4th weekend, so happy Independence Day to you and yep. your team at One Nation Coffee. Thanks for joining us thank here you. on the program, and, and thank you for your service. Yeah. Thank you for your service, Absolutely. and uh, thank all your team members for their service. And and any final thoughts, parting words you want to share with our listeners this Independence Day weekend?
6: Yes. Um, as a veteran, or as soon-to-be veteran, I'm in the process of retiring out and listening to your show You know, there's so much stuff going on with our nation, and as someone that has fought for the nation and has lost teammates and sacrificed, you know, I just, you know, it, it, it can sometimes be discouraging. But for me, I'm always an optimist. You know, I'm always trying to find the best and realize that, as we spoke before, we can only do what we can do. You know, we can still choose to do the best since with the coffee company, I can, I strive to do it, you know, one cup at a time. How can I make a difference? You know, I can't control what's going on with everything else. I can educate myself the best I can. I can get out there, but really, what's getting out there is as much as you guys. You guys are providing the service with this talk radio. Get the information out. You know, and so I just, I think that's as Americans, that's one of the best ways that we can do is one, stay encouraged. Don't, don't um, get. Um, get down, you know, and figure out how we can make that impact one person at a time, whatever it is, like for us, one cup of coffee at a time, hey, bring people together, you know, for us, it's like, hey, everyone can at least agree on a good cup of coffee, yes. you know, so where can we start? How can we start do a smile conversation to make that difference? And that's where it begins. And don't get overwhelmed at the big picture. Focus on what you can do in your life to make a difference in your neighborhood or your community. And we go from there. And that, that's how we make real change.
2: Mm. So, Amen. Folks, that's great advice. Uh, thank you, John. It's it's wonderful. Uh, and I appreciate your, your thoughts. You know, we started Saturday Morning Coffee to have kind of the coffee shop feel. Yep. We wanted it to feel like the kind of discussions that you would have in a coffee shop around a good cup of coffee. Uh- uh, sitting around the table talking about these things, you know, I'm always reminded the revolution uh, under the tyranny of George the Third, colonists. It was colonists getting together. They were probably more in pubs than coffee shops. But today, mm-hmm. it would it would be a, a coffee shop, sitting around talking about, you know, uh, what it means to be free and and what rights uh, we all have and we should be able to enjoy. And that's that was the genesis of uh, of 1776. Yep. So it's a, it's a great it's a great yep. thought. Yep, absolutely. And um, I, I love these phone interviews, John. But I look forward to getting you into the studio one day, so we can enjoy some of your fine coffee together, right here in person. Yeah, yeah. and I'm
3: trying to get uh, Reese to let's take a road trip and come down there and see. Your, yeah. see yeah. your facility. Yeah, we, yeah, okay. we, may, yeah, get a,
2: we may get a we may get a bus load of listeners <laughs> and uh, and come join you guys for a <laughs> tour we, of the facility. And we'll all be caffeined up when we get there. Amen. But we'll all have to go to the bat P too. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, John, thanks for joining us here on the cool. show. Have a great uh, Independence Day weekend, and, and give your team our best. Yeah.
6: Thanks, Reese. Thanks, Glenn. You Thanks, guys John. Have blessed weekend, so, and I'll keep your I'll keep the coffee coming. So yes, just sir. Let me know. You what you need. So I
2: appreciate it. Yes, sir. Thank you, John. Have Thank a great you. weekend. Take care, Bye. folks. That's John Richards with One Nation Coffee and One Nation Foundation. So, and uh, encourage you guys to check them out at onenationcoffee dot and use our promo code Saturday Morning Coffee for a ten percent discount. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more. Saturday morning coffee, I'm Reese Boyd, don't leave town. I
1: give my life this place called
0: You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5.
1: That's what we hear Life's not that simple And things aren't that clear I beg to differ Yes, I disagree There is right
2: and wrong Freedom ain't free Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee. little Creed Fisher here on your Saturday Morning Coffee. Freedom isn't free. It isn't free. You know, anytime I speak to a veteran, somebody who is in the services now or retired, it reminds me, Glenn, speaking to John Richards this morning, freedom is not free. Nope. And it... Uh,
3: A lot of people gave their lives for us. This is off the Rednecks Like Us album from Creed Fisher.
2: Great, uh, great album. Y'all should check it out, Creed Fisher. And it reminds me, you know, there are a lot of folks out there, John among them, you know, personal friends of mine who have lost friends. I've lost friends. And it's uh, freedom is not free, folks. And uh, never forget that, particularly on uh, this July 4th weekend. Do not forget that the freedom we enjoy is not free. It It has been paid for over the years, over the decades, over the centuries by those who were willing to pay the ultimate price uh, for us to be free. And speaking of which, it is July 4th weekend, special July 4th edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. Wanted to remind you guys that there is a lot going on in the Myrtle Beach area for the July 4th weekend. Fireworks shows ongoing on July 4th. There's a show at Broadway at the Beach. That show starts at 10 p.m. at Broadway at the at the beach uh, show the fireworks uh, display will be held over lake broadway there's also a showing uh, in downtown myrtle beach there is a sh- that show also 10 p.m july 4 there is a fireworks display at the cherry grove pier that's in north myrtle beach at the cherry grove pier that show begins at 9 30 p.m then there's <clears throat> excuse me my favorite the Myrtle's inlet marsh walk show that is 10 p.m on july 4th at the Merle's inlet marsh walk you can really Watch that show from anywhere around uh, the Murrells Inlet uh, area. Any, if, you, if, you, if you're on the water, you'll have a good, you'll have a good show. And uh, there's a show at uh, Barefoot Landing. That's uh, at the southern end of North Myrtle Beach. That show is also 10 p.m. On uh, July 4th, there's lots of other festivities ongoing as well. The Surfside Beach uh, Golf Cart Parade, that's on July 4th. That's 10 a.m. There is the uh, uh, also the Surfside Beach July 4th celebration. That's between 5 uh, to 9 p.m. July 4th at the W.O. Martin Field. That's on the south dogwood drive in uh, surfside beach there'll be live entertainment there there's the salute for the shore that we have just about every july 4th weekend that's the flyby of f-16s from the 169th fighter wing at mcintyre joint national guard base uh, near columbia that uh, will begin at 1 p.m so they'll be flying south from the cherry grove area along the shore so if you're on the beach Around uh, 1 p.m., you'll see a great flyby. There is a also a 4th of July Independence Day 5K. That's the 13th annual Independence Day 5K race. That begins 7 a.m. at Market Common here in Myrtle Beach. So you can come out and get some exercise if you want to. There's also the red, white, and blue 5K at <laughs> Barefoot truth. Landing. That starts also at 7 a.m. There's the uh, also another one of my favorites, Glenn, the Myrtle's Inlet Boat Parade. Yeah. That's the 38th annual Merles Inlet Boat Parade that will be held at 11 a.m. on July 4th. Parade starts at the Garden City Point, goes through the Merles Inlet Marshwalk area, and ends at the Hot Fish Club in Merles Inlet. That's a great event. Yeah. Lynn. I don't know if you've ever been, but I just love the boat parade. It, they have to. It, the time changes every year because it's based on the tide. tide you have to okay. do it at high tide, and of course, uh, but that's a great event. So the Merles Inlet uh, Boat Parade on July 4th, 11 a.m. And finally, we've got the Paulie's Island 4th of July Parade. Let's don't leave out our friends on the south end. The 54th annual Paulie's Island 4th of July Parade will be held 10 a.m. Uh, The cost to enter is $20 in advance or $30 uh, $30 on the day of the parade. Trophies will be awarded, so go out and check out the Pauly's Island 4th of July Parade if you're on that end of the strand.
3: Up in Kent Island, we had these boat parades for the holidays and stuff. People decorate their boats. Oh, yeah. And And I tell you what, that water gets a lot real choppy with all those boats in the water. Uh, I just want to let you know that the F-16s are also going to be followed by the C-17s and Warbirds uh, they'll be following. They'll be about three minutes behind.
2: Oh yeah, for the yeah.
3: Uh, salute from the shore. I, I'd go down and uh, and check it out. No matter where you are on the shore, all you got to do is get to the, somewhere you can see the water, and you'll yeah. see these things go by. It's a nice salute.
2: I, I tell you, they, they, they are not the cutting edge anymore, Glenn. But I just love the F sixteen. Yeah. It was, uh, it was on my bucket list to fly an F-16. I'm, I'm not sure that that is ever going to happen. Uh, well, wow,
3: you are a radio host. You're just, right, you have know, some connections here.
2: Maybe I can get a ride one day. Folks, right now we are uh, joined here on the program by another of our special guests. Uh, we're joined here on the program this morning by Dave Wilson. Dave is the president of Palmetto Family Council in Columbia. That's an organization that I'm privileged uh, to be affiliated with, doing great work in Columbia and elsewhere across the state, across the country, in defense of the family. Dave wanted to join us on the program here today to talk about the Dobbs decision at the Supreme Court and various other things happening here in South Carolina and elsewhere that impact the family and things that you need to be aware of and that we want you to think about. So welcome to the show, Dave Wilson. Good morning to you.
5: Good morning, guys. You know, if you want to fly that F-16, they're actually flying out of the Columbia Airport right now because McIntyre is getting its runway redone. So if I can hop on a plane, Reese, I'll swing by and pick you up, and we'll we'll satisfy your bucket list.
2: Yeah, challenge if you can, on that one. if you can pull some strings and Dude. work that out, Dave, I will. I will certainly not be offended. I'll, I'm happy to scratch that yeah. off my list at any time.
5: We had a, two- we had a groundbreaking we had a groundbreaking for a charter school that I'm on the board for, um, and on the day of it, they were doing practice runs right over our. And I was like, who else could get a. a a military flyover for a groundbreaking for a school choice in South Carolina. That's cool. So, that's,
2: impressive. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's impressive. That's
5: yeah, impressive. I mean, it was like five of them coming over, one after another after another. They looked at me and went, did you do this? I went, it's just a great day in South Carolina. You know? yeah. so, Amen.
2: Amen. It's always a great day in South Carolina. As, I, I got a, I got a I'm, Yeah. I'm just grateful. Yeah. So, so um, I wanted to bring you on the show. You. I wanted to bring you on the show, Dave, because there is simply more. I feel like we're drinking from a, a, a fire hydrant. Uh, I started to say garden hose, but we're drinking from a fire hose uh, this week on the on the Supreme Court front. Earlier in the show, I don't know if you heard, I told Glenn and our listeners, I feel like in a way it reminds me of that Charles Dickens line. It's the best of times. It's the worst of times. You know, on the administration front with the with the POTUS and the White House, we see an administration that seems hell bent on destroying this country before we can get Joe Biden out of mm-hmm. office. It's like, it's almost like they have a, a shot clock, you know, and it's and the times ticking and they're seeing how much they can do every day to literally destroy the country. And we feel it. We see it. It's, it's hitting our pocketbooks. It's hitting our 401ks. It, it's awful. It, it's just, I mean, awful doesn't even begin to describe how bad it is. And yet on the other hand, we've got the Supreme court that has just given us, It's a literal blessing of freedom, a a reinvigoration of 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 constitutional law, and a restoration of the rule of law, and sort of a a, finally we've gotten rid of some some lines of constitutional jurisprudence that were just based on nothing but a mirage, the whim of a few justices, uh, things that were not there that have created deep and lasting uh, scars in the national conscience, in the culture, in the society. So. We're starting this process on the Supreme Court of standing up for freedom, and in my view, fixing our constitutional republic. So we see this great contrast. Um, so how do you how do you resolve all this? What do you what do you do with all that? I know. I mean, I know that's an open question, but what what are your thoughts?
5: Well, the thing is, we were over at the State House the other day because they were doing budget vetoes and everything else, and the line you just kept hearing over and over again from conservatives are you getting tired of winning yet? And the answer is no. I'm not tired of winning yet. I got so tired, and and we all as conservatives we feel this relief. We feel the sense of oh my gracious, we're actually. I feel a moment of relief. You know, at at fifty years old, I have never understood or experienced a Supreme Court that is providing the the ideological check and balance to to an out of control, totally overt administration. That is trying to drive us off the cliff. I mean, you just listen to the things that they say. And the, the part that really gets me, and, and it's that's where I'm so grateful, every fourth of July we have an opportunity to remind our children and, and the next generation why we celebrate freedom. I go back to that quote from Ronald Reagan: you know, freedom is never more than one generation from extinction. We didn't pass it along to our children in the bloodstream, it has to be fought for. Protected and handed on for them to do the same. Amen. You know because because we have to help them to recognize where their freedom came from. It came it comes from our relationship with Jesus Christ, um, and it comes from that. But we rooted it in in our national sense in the fact that we have a country where we have the freedom to do things. And I just feel sometimes like we have an administrative state that is overreaching extremely far, and then. We now have a Supreme Court that's like, "Eh, sorry, guys, we're going to pull you back to the actual constitutional framework from which we are supposed to be operating and that you're stepping outside of.
2: Yeah, it's really unbelievable. It is hard to overstate, in my opinion, the significance of the Dobbs decision. We're talking about a decision, honestly, Dave and I confess to you. I mean, sometimes I feel like where is my faith? But I never thought we would see that decision in our lifetime.
5: None of us actually did, Reese. That's the thing about it is that you think, okay, this Supreme Court case is coming out. It's not that the court has never overturned itself. You know, you had Plessy versus Ferguson. Oh yeah. It was, yeah. Then you had Board of Education yeah. Brown versus uh, people, Board of Education. People,
2: people, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just want to interject this because no. because this, this is a big you know you have all these liberal progressives now saying what about stare decisis and the, the court should not overrule itself the court was all in on the slavery question right we had the dred scott case the court was all in right the court was all in on segregation and, and jim crow with with plessy versus ferguson the court said in 1896 that separate but equal is equal and it's okay and it wasn't until brown versus board of education that we started the long necessary process of getting rid of the stain of segregation from the South and elsewhere in the country. So the court has gotten quite a few very fundamental questions wrong. I mean, they they wouldn't have said that about overturning Dred Scott, I'm assuming, and then I don't think they objected in the 1954 case when they overturned uh, Plessy versus Ferguson after 50 years, right?
5: Yeah, I mean, you, you sit here and, and you just want to go, duh, guys, come on, wake up. Yeah, I, I found it very interesting, though, Reese, because you know, we're here in Columbia, and in the work that we do, we do a lot of things at the State House, and, and we're grateful for every opportunity we have to be able to go out into the community across the state and talk with people and share what's going on. And I thank you for you know this time on Saturday morning coffee, but we were at the State House after the Dobbs decision comes down, and on Tuesday there are hundreds of protesters there at the State House. They go and they march through the state house. It wasn't an insurrection. It was just a, a, a constitutional expression of your First Amendment right,
4: mm-hmm. the freedom
5: of expression and redress of grievances, because the Constitution matters, apparently, except for when a court case comes up and overturns what you want, which is to kill children. I mean, the, the Dobbs case is really – it is interesting that it's, it is about abortion, but more so, Reese, it's about the Tenth Amendment. Because I, I wanted to go up to protesters and say, okay, so are you opposed to the Supreme Court decision? And they would have all said yes. And yet they were at the South Carolina State House protesting. Why? Because they think that they need to say something. Ironically, they were at the exact place they need to be to express their redress of grievances because the Supreme Court said, this is not in the Constitution. Yeah. Therefore, we're going to follow the Constitution. We're going to follow the Tenth Amendment. And if it's not enumerated in the Constitution, it goes to the state and to the people. So the Supreme Court actually said, Reese, because abortion and the right to it is not actually ingrained in our traditions and freedoms, and nor is it enumerated in the Constitution, it's the responsibility of the state. So those protesters, as much as they were there, I'm sure, you know, against the Dobbs decision, they were actually protesting because the Dobbs decision said, this goes back to the states to deal with, and that's where our state legislature is actually coming back on Wednesday. We've got an ad hoc committee that is going to be taking a look at the abortion law in South Carolina and and what changes need to be made to bring an end to abortion in this state.
2: Yeah, and I think that's, got, no. th- that's an important... And, and that's an important point, Dave. And I thank you for bringing that up. I was debating with somebody online. Actually, uh, it was on LinkedIn. I, I'm not usually on LinkedIn a lot, but I got into a debate with somebody online. They it, On LinkedIn, they were talking about the fact that the Supreme Court had made abortion illegal in the nation, like in all 50 states. And that is not what happened. You hear liberals saying that. You hear our own president saying that this extremist court has taken women's rights away. The, the extremist court is not an extremist court. Uh, it simply said, we don't have the authority to act here. So they're exercising the judicial restraint <laughs> that the Supreme Court should have exercised all along. I mean, the, the whole, will, the whole yeah, problem is we, what, we ventured into an area where they had no authority to act. It's where I sit here and I go. This is I li- we listen
5: to AOC, so on, on Palmetto family, we have the Palmetto Palmetto Family Matters podcast, and we do that twice a week. This past week, we had to do four episodes just to be able to digest everything that went on with this case. I mean we we went through it. we We had a whole conversation with Attorney General Alan Wilson. Mm-hmm. we We listened to the liberal responses and just I mean, just ripped through them. Because their arguments are such paper tigers, it's ridiculous. Yeah. but also you know a, a whole episode on, okay, so now that this is here, what are what can you in your community do about this? Sure. And the thing that got me is which as I listened to a quote from from AOC, now, why in the world would we give AOC any credit? I don't really know, but she said, you know this is a this is a threat to democracy this is killing democracy. And I'm actually thinking to myself, no, this is actually yeah. putting it back yeah. into a more democratic process. The, this is this actually democracy at work. Yeah, this is actually right. democracy this, at work. So You either have 535 people in Washington who are going to be making decisions on this in, in Congress, or the 170 members of the state legislature, two of which live in your community because they're your state senator and your state representative. And that's the part where it's like, we're bringing democracy and the impact of your, your voice Closer to home, yeah, that makes it better for you, folks.
2: Dave, I've got a, a comment here from the president. This is the president on Thursday. I want you to listen to this, and then we'll, we're going to take a break. We, we'll come back after the break. I want to get your comments, but this is the president okay. on Thursday commenting do need, about, about Do I need the, to
5: brace myself for this one?
2: Oh yeah, you you, you know, grab okay. your, grab grab both hands on the chair. Okay. I share the public outrage at this extremist court is committed to moving America backwards with fewer rights, as I've said last week. This is not over. I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade. If the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be, we provide an exception. Yeah, so that's your president and his thoughts on this extremist court. But let's uh,
3: yeah, be careful what you wish for because that filibuster come back and bite you in the behind someday.
2: Uh, yeah. So mm-hmm. folks, we're talking to Dave Wilson with Palmetto Family, and Dave. Right after the break, we'll get your comments on what the POTUS had to say on Thursday, talking about the Dobbs decision and other things that uh, we want to share with you. So just stick with us. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. With more Dave Wilson and more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Don't leave town.
1: It's the sweat on their brow It's the blood that they weep. Don't take it for granted Cause freedom ain't free Thanks
0: for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee The Reese Boyd Radio Hour On Talk 94.5
2: But tell
1: them if I don't serve
2: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the re-spoiled radio hour born free here on Saturday Morning Coffee here in these United States of America on this July 4th weekend, 2022. Thanks for sticking with us here on Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Dave Wilson of the Palmetto Family Council in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, doing great work on behalf of the family. And so that was an interesting uh, comment that we heard before the break, Dave, from our POTUS, our President, I have a hard time saying that, but he is our president. Um, wants to codify Roe v. Wade into federal law and and do away with the filibuster if necessary.
5: The you know the 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 law actually does the Constitution actually does allow for the United States Congress to take up the issue and and you you go back and you read Roe v. Wade and it doesn't read like the Supreme Court decision. It actually reads. Like a law, yeah, and it breaks down things in in a way that he would do it as a law, which which is part of the reason that Alito, in his writings, and the and the justices that agreed with him were like, we have to take stare decisis aside, which is you know keep it as it is. It's the Latin phrase, basically for do what we've always you know what we've already decided, we're going to stick with it. Yeah, and said no, you know, because the decision and the way the decision was made went outside of our scope and. So Congress can actually take up a law that would be similar to Roe v. Wade. I don't think it's got enough votes to pass. Yeah. It, you know, can it overcome the filibuster? You know, will Joe Manchin actually vote with the Democrats? Is the yeah. big question because he's the linchpin in the in a fifty fifty vote right now with the way that that uh, the Senate is split.
2: Yeah, and I, I, think I, I a don't even think he would. For this I don't even think he could get. I think Cinema and Manchin and, and maybe others. I don't even think he would get his full party support for for that kind of nonsense and certainly i don't think they're willing to, to do away with the filibuster to get that done
5: no and they, they're and, and this is where joe biden is really overstretching he's using his bully pulpit let's just be honest yeah he's using the bully pulpit but then you start hearing things like with when he was uh, one of his spokespersons on a, on a show the other day started, started talking about the fact of biden is really pushing for the liberal world order and i'm like whoa 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 whoa, whoa yeah. dude, wait a minute yeah we We're have looking at fundamental transformation uh you know version
2: 2.0 here it really is quite unbelievable and they really that is really what they're all about they're about fundamentally transforming this nation into something that you and i don't recognize something that is a a fundamental break from all the values and and aspirations that have made this country great from seven from the beginning from 1776 it's it's really phenomenal it really is it's It's breathtaking in a way
5: It's the part that when we were listening to the newscast at the top of the hour, and it was talking about WNBA star Brittany Griner, you know, trying everything she can to get out of a Russian prison, and she's they're appealing to America, where she is the very person who was like, I don't think the national anthem should be played before WNBA games as a protest. And I'm going, pick your, Hmm. are you going to be standing with America, or you're not going to be standing with America, Brittany? Come on, give me a break.
2: Yeah, you know, one,
5: and we had that. I just want to rise up against something. And yeah, why don't you rise up for America?
2: A, a couple things that I thought were interesting. you know one thing that two things I wanted to ask you about the you know the draft Alito opinion that was leaked from the Supreme Court uh, several weeks ago vi- almost no change between the draft opinion that was leaked and the final opinion that was that was uh, issued. It's very clear that the conservative wing of the court was unwavering very firmly committed to this idea that if it's not in the Constitution, it's not in the Constitution, and the Constitution means what it says and doesn't mean things that it doesn't say, and we're going to stick to this idea of original intent. And if you want to change the Constitution, then we the people should write an amendment for it.
5: There is a process for doing that. I, you know, Donald Trump was probably one of the most consequential presidents when it comes to changing the faces of the Supreme Court. Keep in mind, he nominated and sat three new members on the court that is a third of the supreme court and yeah. that was a very powerful move there that really i personally believe is setting the groundwork for a saving of america because we're going back to a constitutional viewpoint instead of an activist court that's acting like a, you know a nine member legislature yeah. and we don't that's not how we were designed we didn't have a king george washington said no we're not going to have a king um, we're we're going to have a court as well that turns around and says we are playing that whole thing of checks and balances we have that that three different branches of government for a reason to create checks and balances between each other and that's why a very conservative viewpoint on the Supreme Court is so important for you yeah.
2: you know I think it was justice Blackman who, said and not coincidentally he was the author of roe v the roe v wade decision i think it was justice blackman who said with four votes meaning his vote and four others he could do whatever he wanted to do and
5: absolutely
2: yeah so
5: and that's where we get we go back to this is why things like elections matter you know elections of, of yeah. our president impacted there just like elections in your local community matter because who are the seven members of your county council because they're going to make decisions for you as well mm-hmm. that's where it was so sad for me when i t- look at you know one only one out of six voters in south carolina reese showed up in the last primary election yeah in the runoff last tuesday it was only one out of 15 registered voters in south carolina showed up yeah so we, this, we we have to do better exercise democracy
4: yeah we have right.
2: to do better about that and we're listening we're running a little short on time dave there was one other question that i wanted to ask you and i you you've already yeah. touched on it but in in all these very uh dramatic Melodramatic, I would say, responses uh, both from politicians and on the street, from the from the men and women on the street, to the Dobbs decision. I see a lot of thought uh, thoughts that are unsettling. I see a lot of uh, arguments that are unsettling. I see politicians saying things that are 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 frankly frightening to me on some level. I mean, I'm not really not really frightening, but it's just I'm not I'm not afraid of these folks. But it is unsettling that they would even say. Some of the things that are being said and what what I think is the Dobbs decision is bringing into full relief sort of the evil um, of men and women and, and the evil the the sinful nature of some of these <clears throat> arguments is just being it's like you're flushing them out. It's like, you know, throwing a, a can of tear gas uh, into a terrorist safe house and, and suddenly they're, you know, they're scrambling for the exits and you see everything in, in all its gory detail and one of the things that has concerned me are these corporations, Dick Sporting Goods, uh, Nike, um, com- all these tech companies that are saying, we're going to amend our human resources provisions to provide travel benefits to to support women's health, i.e., out-of-state abortions.
5: And that is where, you know, they're, the corporations are doing this virtue signaling. Sometimes I think they feel like they have to because yeah. they, they're afraid of a, a Really small minority who is making arguments um, who are basically threatening them, and so well we've got to do something. And this is where you know uh, our, our your fellow colleague on the Palmetto Family Board, uh, Bill Monroe, called me yesterday, and, and Vice President Pence is coming to Florence Baptist Temple on Wednesday night, June twentieth, uh, to talk about you know what is a response to life after Roe. Um, yeah, and I think you know I want I would love for your listeners to get to, to make the drive to Florence to hear what he has to say because we have to start this dialogue and that's why I love Saturday morning coffee so much because it's like sitting around the coffee table and saying what do we do about this Yeah, here are the issues why they matter. <clears throat> here's here's what my biblical view of it and and what can we do because if we don't do our part, then this new corporate wokeism and there's a whole another show on that one on things like your environmental social justice governance score, or ESG you may oh, have yeah. heard about before. Oh yeah. There are things that are being done that are now taking us to a place where you are not going to be um, you're not gonna be evaluated based upon how well you do things, but it's more on how you think about things and your viewpoint. And corporate America is is going to become the bully pulpit yeah. from which we start losing rights if we don't start countering that now
2: I'm afraid the debate is just moving to another venue, you know, to the, to, is, the to the marketplace. It's
5: to a venue that doesn't have a First Amendment right because the yeah, corporation, when exactly. you sign that end, end user license agreement, when you click I agree, yeah, after that 45 page thing that you scroll through when you download an app, you don't know exactly what you're agreeing to. Exactly, and you don't have First Amendment
2: rights. Well, I will. I will share. Facebook. I will share this with you, David. We're running short on time. I have. Over the course of my lifetime, I've purchased several basketball goals for my children, several bicycles, and thousands of dollars worth of clothing from Dick Sporting Goods. I'm going to write them a letter. I have spent my last nickel at Dick Sporting Goods until they change their policy. And I think we need to think about getting other Christians, other conservatives to do likewise. We're going to have to stand up and let our voices be heard in the marketplace. We're a huge market, Dave. We're a huge market. We are. And so...
5: And it's, it's because of folks like you, Reese, who make it possible for us to have this discussion publicly. And we're just really grateful. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing, palmettofamily.org, we got that four part series we did on Dobbs on our podcast. It's right there on the homepage so that you can hear and dig down deeper, just like you do with Reese every single week. You dig down deeper into the issues, um, because this is why your involvement in what goes on in public policy and discussions about our culture are so vitally important. Yep. And Reese. Lynn, I just appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys Listen, around Dave, the uh, virtual coffee table this Saturday morning.
2: Thank you so much. We appreciate your time, and it's always a great pleasure to speak with you. We could spend the whole show talking, Dave. Come back on the show anytime. We still have a lot to talk about, but we'll 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 catch you on the next episode.
5: Appreciate you guys so much. Y'all have a great weekend. Thank you, Dave.
2: You too, Folks, Dave. it's Dave Wilson with Palmetto Family. Check him out at PalmettoFamily.org and all the resources that he talked about. And after these words from our sponsors, we'll be right back with more Saturday Morning Coffee and Savannah Craven. Stick with us.
0: morning coffee call the show at 843-903-2945 the reese boyd radio hour returns after these on talk 94.5 the reese boyd radio hour two full hours on talk 94.5
1: I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free And I won't forget the man who died Who gave that right to me And I gladly stand up next to you And defend her still today Cause there ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the U.S
2: good morning everybody welcome back to saturday morning coffee the reese boyd radio hour man what a show this is the fastest two hours of my week well, <laughs> That's good. there was quite a bit of stuff that i wanted to get to uh today folks that we just won't get a chance uh, to get to i had a long clip from ronald reagan that i wanted to play in honor of the uh Independence Day holiday. It is a special Independence Day weekend edition of Saturday Morning Coffee. So we're celebrating the birth of this land of freedom this uh, day on Saturday Morning Coffee. There was a great clip from Ronald Reagan. It's the 1986 speech at the Statue of Liberty that Reagan gave upon the rechristening of the Statue of Liberty, the reopening of the Statue of Liberty. Great speech. I'm going to include that in the podcast so there'll be some extras in the podcast this week we won't get a chance to get to it uh, today on the broadcast version of saturday morning coffee but all the more reason for you to check out the podcast there are also quite a few by the way i want to thank dave wilson from Palmetto family i could spend the whole show talking to dave wilson what a what a great guy and y'all Palmetto family PalmettoFamily.org. please check them out they are doing great work and there literally is a war that's ongoing against the family it is a literal war these companies, what can you say? They hate children. They they, they uh, they're perfectly fine for all of these liberated women to never have kids, to be single for the entirety of their lives, and to be slaves to you know punching a cash register at Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's fine for them. They're okay with that. They're they're looking at children as a call. Co- it's it's unbelievable what's happening. But I wanted to. Uh, share with you guys a few other decisions. You know, we had the second amendment decision coming out of the Supreme court, which is now uh, caused various other uh, decisions to fall. So gun rights, uh, second amendment rights being preserved all across the land. The the Supreme court uh, dispatched other uh, cases based on the New York decision. So uh, cases, uh, gun restrictions that were pending before the court in California, New Jersey, Maryland, and Hawaii, all issued in a series of uh, one-sentence what are called short order rulings, remanding those cases back to the lower courts for further consideration in light of the supreme in light of the Supreme Court's June 23rd decision in the New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin case, where the Supreme Court said, "No, you don't have to fill out a permit and be approved by the state of New York in order to exercise a right guaranteed." By the Constitution, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What part of that do you not understand? Yep. And so, in addition to that, we had that case. We had we had a great school choice case. We won't get a chance to talk about it. We had the we had uh, the uh, the Kennedy case that uh, talks about religious expression, and you can't fire a teacher for saying a prayer as a private matter. Mm-hmm. Finally, we've got this EPA case that we haven't even gotten to today, Glenn. But that is the that is the Green New Deal in a nutshell. And they do they want to remake our lives. They want to uh, force us to pay twenty bucks a gallon for gas because they want you and I to be driving an electric car, whether we want to or not, and whether or not we have a power grid that can support yeah. that. And and, and <laughs> they, they haven't thought about yeah. it down the road. And, and when the when the uh, when the when the windmills freeze up <laughs> yeah. at midnight in Texas and yeah. people freeze to death, well, oh, sorry, we didn't really think about that. Yeah.
3: But they can control the wind, probably.
2: Yeah, they think they have your life figured out better than you do, and they're using the EPA to accomplish the bulk of what they're trying to accomplish. But the Supreme Court has said, no, you don't have that much power. And we could spend a whole show talking about the EPA decision. But right now, we're going to revert back to the Dobbs case. We're joined here on the show by a very special guest who's been on the show, actually co-hosted the show. Absolutely. Uh, And so she's been a regular guest. Savannah Craven joins us on the show to talk about her thoughts on the Dobbs case. She's been on the circuit uh, protesting in support of the Dobbs case and you may have seen her on Fox News. So Savannah welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee.
7: Thank you so much for having me.
2: It is always a thrill and by the way I am invite you here publicly to come back give your humble host your good friend Reese a break anytime you want to come back and host again you did an excellent job so you're welcome to come back anytime but I understand you're a little awesome. under the weather today you feeling okay?
7: Yes, um, I think I've just sort of exerted a lot of energy the past week, and uh, I kind of wore my body out, but yeah. I'll
3: be okay. <laughs> well, you've still got your voice. Yeah. And thank God for that megaphone you were walking around with, huh? Yeah.
2: So so, so, tell us, what are your thoughts, having been a part of some of the protests? Some of our uh, our listeners may have seen you on Fox News. I saw a photo of you on Fox News. What What has it been like? What, what sort of stuff have you been involved in, and what are your thoughts on life after Roe?
7: Yeah, absolutely. So obviously, I am super excited that Roe was overturned. This is something that has been a de- detrimental to the basic human right to life for almost the past 50 years. And being out there right when the Dobbs decision uh, was actually read, I was right there when President of Students for Life, Kristen Hawkins, read it. It was just a surreal moment. I don't think I've ever had so much serotonin in my body at one time. Yeah. It was just absolutely incredible and you know people broke out into tears of joy and then you had people break out into tears of sadness and that sadness has unfortunately very quickly turned to anger Um, the day after the decision was uh came out i decided to go to the supreme court to show my support uh for the decision and i was assaulted i was spit on i was hit by multiple men you know they're all about my body my choice until someone disagrees with them right and i had pro-abortion men telling me that i should be sexually assaulted that i should be raped um and i asked any of the pro-abortion women are you going to condemn what this man just said to me because he's literally wishing that i be raped and they were all silent and so you know obviously not every single person that is pro-choice is like that but that is what is the face of their movement it is violence it is anger it is literally pro-killing children and going back to what you were saying about these companies, these companies are wanting women to be slaves to the corporate world. Yeah. They don't want women to also be able to work and create a family and have actually something real to live for and have something, you know, their generations to come. Like, and it's, it's just, it's disgusting to me. It's like, you are a woman yeah. to be checking one out of the grocery store for the rest of her life instead of paying a short amount of time for her to go, you know, start raising uh, her children. It's it, it's so it's so sad to me. And people think that oh, we're helping women if women don't want to have kids right now, let them have their have their career, get it started. It's like, do you not know of all the millions of very wealthy people that are raising children at the exact same time that they're starting their career? One in five women that go to school are pregnant or parenting.
4: Yeah, it's
7: like, how do you? <laughs> You know, it's very anti-woman. It's very anti-feminist to tell a woman that she can't pregnant or parent and also um, follow her dreams.
2: It it seems to me, Savannah, tell me what you think about this, that the American dream, the aspirations, the goals of our country, not that we're all, we we don't all, all have exactly the same goals, but it's always been undergirded by this idea that government and culture should support furthering an environment where it's safe and and easy relatively speaking as easy as government can make it to form a family and to raise children because that ultimately should be the goal of society for us all to you know be fruitful and make more of ourselves so that the country grows and prospers and isn't ultimately taken over by other countries right
7: yeah i absolutely agree i mean how are we supposed to make America better for the next generations to come if we're just gonna encourage women and, and men to just kill off those future generations. Yeah. You know? How are we gonna raise better, uh, you know, and more sustainable communities if we don't even have people to fill those communities? Currently we don't even have enough people in America to replace our next generation. Yeah. It's like people talking about overpopulations like we don't even have enough people to replace our current population.
4: Yes. Yeah, and, and it's it, all
7: this misinformation, it's all this these lies of telling people that you can't do this because of your situation. And I'm just tired of it. Yeah. I really am. And
2: for folks who are not following this issue, not everybody keeps up with it on a day-to-day basis, but over the last 20 years, say since 2000, birth rates in this country have dropped precipitously. And and as you said, now what couples do marry are not even replacing themselves. So we are by definition, mathematically a dying culture. And and corporate America seems all in on that.
7: Oh yeah. It's, it's so sad. You know, it's, they're literally using people as slaves and that is going to work every single day, clocking in nine to five. That, that should not be the goal of your life. Just working for a company to get that check, you know, at the end of that two weeks, that is not what life should really be about.
2: Yeah. I mean, what is this, what is this, what is Starbucks or Dick Sporting Goods going to do for you when you are Old and alone, and you have no offspring to be with you, no one to remember you. You and know, is are, is
3: Dick Sporting Goods going to remember you when you're gone? And those are customers and voters that are eliminated. Yeah. Hey, uh, real quick, I just want to let you know that uh, you were seen on national TV on the Rumble Blaze TV show. The guy said he about fell out of his chair. Bobby the Vapor, he said like, that's Savannah Craven. Yeah, you were on uh, louder with Crowder.
7: Yes, yes, I was. that was great. So yeah, I did an interview with CNN and. Uh, I'm not really sure the whole, you know, thought process behind the woman that was interviewing me. But basically, she didn't ask me a follow-up like she did to the pro-abortion woman that they interviewed before me. And uh, Stephen Crowder thought that was pretty funny yeah. <laughs> that they didn't want She didn't have any questions for me after I spoke or anything like that. She just was like, well, thank you so much for your time, Savannah Craven. And I was like, all right.
2: All right. Well, Savannah, listen, we have got to run. We are out of time. I'm, I'm sorry to say I always enjoy talking to you. I want you to come back on the show when you are better. And we'll talk more about these issues. These are very important. They're not going anywhere. And I want you to come back. So be be ready to come back on the show.
7: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Reese.
2: Thanks so much. Have a great day, folks. That's it. That's Saturday morning coffee for this July 4th weekend. Have a great week. Uh, Let me leave you with this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Y'all have a great week. Be blessed. Happy Independence Day. We'll see you next week. Here's one hour heating and airs. Richie and
0: Marty with Knowing is Half the Battle.
2: Did you know almost all home air ducts
6: leak between 25 and 40% of the air that's supposed to cool and heat your home?
0: That means you're paying the electric company to heat and cool your attic, folks.
6: As dollars flutter away above
0: your home. Up to 40% of your AC air. It's horrible. And the old paste and tape duct sealing method just doesn't really work. But our futuristic AeroSeal super seals your ducts from the inside out. Even microscopic holes and impossible to reach cracks.
6: Our AeroSeal method reduces your home duck air loss by almost 100%.
0: Think how much you'll save on energy.
6: We believe in giving you control over the climate.
0: Well, in your home, yes. And we make sure you get the energy savings you should. Heck, every time we're in your home for any service, we want to save you bucks. So we always check for leaky ducks. Save a lot of bucks. Seal your leaky ducks. Online at onehourmagic.com.